our teen sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. This whole hour sat of our teen athletes. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. That was so enthusiastic on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. My Lord. You know, you've got to have more excitement in your in your claps. Come on, people. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. St. Patrick's big Day. Claps. That's right. Sissies. I know. A wee so. sissies. <laughs> ah. uh, just to recap, I, I've got to say a couple of things. Number one, one of my closest sisters out there. Sisters? Uh, sisters. Call her a sister. I've got a couple of sisters, and she's one of them. Uh-huh. Lisa Ballard Rosak. Happy birthday. Happy Woo! birthday. Yes, I love yes. her. She's the funniest thing. I mean, Dry, right? If you like yeah, dry, yeah. funny, and it's I feel with everything that's going on right now, we all uh-huh. know what we're talking yeah, about yeah. as far as you know that beer virus thing that's going on right now. The beer virus. Um, so last week when the uh, president spoke, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to get into politics. No, but no, the no. next day yeah. she went. She was, I think, I don't know where she was going. She was in that Costco parking lot, <laughs> and it was, and I know it's still packed, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And she's running around, and she's like, she did not. Was there? It was like fireside sale. What's going on? Yeah. So she went up to somebody and said, "Hey, um, what's going on?" People just, you know, lining up out the door, hundreds and hundreds. I'm talking many, many, many hundreds. The parking lot yeah. was packed. Okay. Yeah. And somebody go. Uh, the response was, "Yeah, well, the president just spoke last night, and she heard she interrupted and said, "Yeah, but I did. I heard the same speech, and I didn't hear anybody saying that we need to run and get toilet paper." <laughs> it's just like you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I feel I don't know. See, I don't it's understand just, why isn't there a run on cough there's none drops in, and we, cough syrup? Dominique, the thing that kills me isn't the toilet paper at Vons because we have to go to Vons because Dominique's mom pay, plays that uh, Monopoly yeah. game, so we got to go get that game. But when you take the chocolate away from Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm swimming every day. Okay, Dominic gave chocolate up for Lent. I did not. Okay, so I'm swimming clear. every day, and now I'm stuck with the kinds that nobody buys. No. You know, like my faves is all gone. So oh. I don't understand what the chocolate and the toilet paper. I don't know, but well, yeah, they're it, both gone. It's interesting. Uh, you were asking me, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel about the virus? How do you feel about what's going on? And I have not been able to put words to my feelings, and I finally figured it out the other day. I'm actually experiencing PTSD from when Santa Barbara went through the fire and the flood in this way that I don't know if something's dangerous or when it might happen. I don't know if my neighbors and friends are in trouble and might need me. Um, I, I don't know what impact it's going to have to my community and what impact it's going to have to my world. But right now, I'm okay. So it's that weird sensation of... I'm okay right now, but my instincts want safety, and my instincts are firing off saying that I'm not safe, but the reality is I am safe. So I'm really experiencing some of the emotions I felt during the fire and the flood. Well, bear in mind, you're probably also suffering, too, from what I felt uh, when we had the Camino fire, which was short-lived, thank goodness, it was only five acres, but still, the moment you saw the smoke is like, Oh, here we go. No, please. And it was up by our place this time, or close to it. Uh, And it's like, what is going on? You know, so I'm I'm kind of with you there. Yeah, and I I think the thing of it is that, uh, in in my words, me as a human being, I have a hard time with change. My instincts always tell me when there's change, there's danger. 
Or if I'm experiencing change where I think that I'm going to stand out from the crowd, they call that the zebra effect, that's also a signal of danger because if I stand out from everyone, I could get taken out. So, But it's all instincts, just giving information. I look at big opportunity. I want to yeah. go, I want to travel now because I feel like I get huge, <laughs> massive discounts. Why not? I remember I said this to you at 2008. Yeah. I ended up going, having to go to um, Vegas uh-huh. and I went up to the front because heck what what the heck the room I was spending was a couple hundred bucks a night and I said well just you know how much does Do that, how much is that penthouse suite and it was a twelve hundred dollar a night room and I said I'll give you two fifty for it and I waited twenty five minutes and they came back and they took it and I was in this <laughs> two thousand square foot had a pool table oh. spa gym every it was bigger than my house okay wow. no serious for two hundred fifty dollars I lived large okay <laughs> I was living large and then that's the thing you can't be afraid of anything no I mean, I'm not it's easy to say you can't be afraid but yeah if well, you just put a different set of glasses on and say hey you know you you're given this by de- however you map the world yeah. you know god divine angel spirit guides whatever and i like to look at it it's like wow we have a learning lesson yeah and for me my biggest learning lesson right now is how frequently i touch my face uh-huh. It's amazing oh, yeah. how how it's like a nervous thing where yeah. you're you know you're leaning on your elbow or you know or maybe you lick your finger to turn a page or something and that has been nerve wracking to realize wow gotta stop doing that. Got to stop touching our face. Well, I will tell you, you have a real problem if you're licking your finger to turn your page and you're using a Kindle. (laughs) A real problem. Um, This is Christine Marie. Uh, I have been cultivating this sense of wonder, turning worry into wonder. And so I'm just watching this whole thing unfold and in wonderment about it because this hasn't happened before. I have not experienced a pandemic. That's what they called it today. And and so... I'm just watching with wonder. I don't, I'm not anxious. I'm not upset. I'm not freaked out. I I don't want to join that part of it. But I also want to make sure I take care of myself, you know, and yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say I, I haven't been tested, but I know I don't have it. Okay. But I feel as though I'm going to get it via osmosis because of all of the discussion on the information sources and the information sources are all going it's like Will Rogers said of economists. You can lay economists end to end and they'll all point in different directions. Mm-hmm. You can lay all the commentators end to end regarding the coronavirus and they'll all point in different directions because nobody is giving us information that, that we can really... It's just like it's all contradictory, so you just don't know which way to turn. That's the frustration. Yeah, this is Ed Langlow. Yeah, everybody at this point, I think, is speculating. And you can go back to the Spanish flu in 1919 mm-hmm. and look at the effects that it had then. Some of the some of the things that are being they said. They didn't have Costco. They didn't have Costco. <laughs> you couldn't buy toilet paper. <laughs> you so, were making it in your Yeah, yeah, you were probably outhouse. making it. Um, but if you look at what happened back then and you look at the ability to travel in those days, it was limited. So what happened is that the soldiers coming home from World War One brought the virus home. And today, that trip to Europe and back is a piece of cake. We've yeah. got air. They didn't have airlines back then. Airlines didn't start till late in like 1929, I think it was American Airlines open. So there wasn't that much travel. Well, and today we have this travel that's capable of starting a pandemic over the entire 
world. So it just depends on on the future will tell us. Right. We will see what happens, but it's it's hard to to speculate at at where this is going to go in the next few weeks. But we we have a, a, an information pandemic. Okay? That's kind of how I look at it. Because of the fact that we're being inundated from all directions by all kinds of information that claims to be accurate. What you're saying is absolutely true, and I'm not arguing that point. I'm saying I am fatigued. I am worn out by... Can you imagine how our teens are? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So it's like, um, my biggest thing that I want to tell our teens is, hey, from everything that everyone's saying all around the world... Y'all got the best ticket of of a flu, any kind of flu, because you're usually healthier. But be, be but, mindful, though, because they are and can be the carriers. They right. can have three or four days of sniffles yes. and then go back and visit grandma. Yeah. So yeah. you don't know. So you really have to be so mindful because we have right. Laura Arcadia. Yeah, who's, who's stuck in uh, Bologna. Bologna. Yeah. And she wrote a really nice... Um, on Facebook, Facebook pe- yeah. piece and it was really encouraging yeah. her generation teens. and yeah. teens instead mm-hmm. of having these quiet raves and whatnot just to right. just be really conscious be very yeah. conscious of being a carrier right and then like you had said because if it gets really really bad and we're not this is not part of the media hype but these no, are no, just no. simple facts yeah that we don't want to be experiencing or having to witness uh, in today's a scarcity of resources we and, don't want to go there and yeah. you know who's gonna get the treatment yeah so because we we don't want to experience that all but what mm-hmm. we do want to experience is kindness and kindness yes. Yes. is keeping yes. in mind that you may not get it but you could be a carrier of it so in that sense yes wash your hands don't touch your face and talk to people i mean it's okay to greet someone and say hey i'm not sick <laughs> let people know well, and if you are sick stay home i use the chinese foot touch Left foot to left foot toe, right foot to right foot toe. You've just said hello. <laughs> I just wink. Everyone thinks I have twitch. <laughs> yeah, but that could mean so I know, exactly. many. You could get yourself yeah. in so much like, trouble. I do the double wink, like, uh, like something's wrong. You have a sty in your eyes. That's exactly. a problem. What's, what's going on there? So a big smile. Yeah, a big smile. I, I'm doing a namaste. Yeah, that's good. The, that's the even highest better. in me greets yeah. the highest in you. There you go. Nice. I think. Are you having trouble breathing? Is the, is the key <laughs> phrase? I went in for an X ray at Glita Valley this morning. Everybody want. Are you having trouble breathing? Even when I was leaving, are you having trouble breathing? And it, where they're going with that is that yeah. is there any chance that you have the coronavirus? Right. Right. Well, I know that when the president gave his speech the other night. There were people who were concerned because apparently between every 15 or 30 seconds of his speech, he was having trouble breathing and then he would continue on and then have that breathiness and then so forth. I didn't see it, so I don't I don't have first hand. Yeah. And they were even talking about that. Not I mean, I hope he doesn't have it. No. But he unfortunately, he is also in that age range uh, of of concern that that we're talking about now. You don't want to pass this on to other people. I mean, we're concerned about a lot of. Our a lot of our leaders, our leaders, we are concerned. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Concerned. I don't even put that out and, there. But I really appreciate that our our leaders and even um, many people in Hollywood on movie sets, are, uh, they're all taking the uh, the excellent stance of talking mm-hmm. about it and self quarantine. And that that's the most important thing that we need to get out to our teens. Okay, having you the have kids, a sniffle, right? Self quarantine. Having home. kids stay home with the family, playing games. That's what we've been doing. We've been playing a lot of games. 
Yeah. We have a lot of yeah. games. We just, yeah. instead of doing certain things that we might have once, you know, expected to do, we just say, hey, let's just have another game night. But see, here's the thing that uh, is interesting to me. Set aside, set aside the current crisis. Why are we doing this every time the flu rolls around? If we would stop people from flying while the flu is out yeah. there, what we call the flu. Every year, you know, we have that cycle. In the winter, it comes in, and then by spring, it what goes away. Why don't we just stop it in its tracks by st- stop moving around, folks? Stay home. Stay in your own country. Stay right. in your own city. And it'll be over or, in a couple of days. Or even if you're not leaving the country, yeah. if you're just thinking about going out or going to work and you have a cold or the flu, there should be an ordinance against that. Yeah. I have never heard that there's a well, law against doing that. But if you look at the the, the, the passing on of yeah. that disease yeah. and the monetary losses that yeah. you created, created by, there yeah. should be... Yeah. Some kind of regulation. The thing on is, is anybody that I've ever seen coughing, hacking, sweating, I never see in this country, anyways, people wearing masks. No, and in other countries they do. Oh yeah, like in other particular they do. China, they're China, very Japan, good. Japan, yeah, Hong, uh, the Asian countries, yeah, South Korea, yeah. definitely. Yeah, they're very good. They're at so I think at ba- I mean, yeah. at the very least, you should have a mask yeah. on because well, that's the only that's showing that you yeah. care that you that you respect that you respectful and you care, and we know that the flu will be back again next year. So let's remember what we're... And it doesn't matter what the strain is. Exactly. Remember what you did this year, January, February, March, April. Do it then. Good good idea. Do it then. Repeat this. Take it on as a life habit and you just always do it. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's over a whole lot faster. Yeah, right. and meanwhile, if you touch if your face, you're going to you're have looking less at a lot of our sporting events being <laughs> oh, temporarily. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to be playing, but they're not going to have an audience. That's okay. You could pipe in cheers, I guess. I mean, we, could, <laughs> we could just try right? <laughs> canned cheering, yeah, canned yeah, cheering, definitely. Canned applause. Well, so. if you do head out to a sportings event, be respectful of distance. Yeah. And and allow there to be that distance, and know yeah. that no one's trying to hurt your feelings or anything. We're all keeping each other safe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Yes. And teens, it's not bad just to stay at home with mommy and daddy. There you go. Okay, so there you go. Time goes by. My kids are gone now, and I remember those times <laughs> playing games. So this is baby a way for the universe to say, uh, get let's stay together. Rebuild We're all getting family, a timeout. Community. Yeah. yeah. What's that? We're all getting a timeout. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Stand awesome. In the All right. Let's take a little Mm -hmm. break. We do have a guest in the choir room, Don Sanders from Massage Queen. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salder, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Just a quick little update before we get to Don, my man. Um, put our, let's put our hands together for the challengers. I guess that's got all the yes. ladies. Yeah. They're back. We got to thank again Michael Baker. A lot of there's a lot of thank yous out there in the community for Absolutely. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, that has anybody that signed that petition. Thank you. That was huge. Once we got to that 1500, I knew that we'd be people would pay attention to it's not even paying attention it was it was what was a right thing mm-hmm. coming together to right. solve a problem exactly so now the kids are taken care of with dp little league and now they're actually going to form an adult league and they've called it um it's sb double a baseball for the adults 
And that stands for all access is the double A. I thought that was brilliant. So Melissa uh, will be joining us probably in the next week or two, the president of the president of the Down Syndrome Organization. So I'm really excited to get the final results. And so I don't want to speak preemptively. Yeah, so yeah very excited. Nice. But the community came together as community. Definitely. I was, I'm really happy about that. And Retta Slay, of course, put her hands yes. together for Retta. So, yeah, nice. I love it when you Yay, love your baseball. way. Exactly. I love it when we just love our way out of anything. Mm-hmm. Speaking of love, I just love my massage therapist, Don Sanders. Put your hands together. Woo! So appreciative to you. It was funny because I hadn't been going for a couple of months. I get this random text and he's not in my phone. You know, I don't know why he wasn't, but he wasn't. And he's like, I have an opening at 10 o'clock on Thursday. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> exactly what that was. So I exactly so. And so I just said, to, and it, then it dawned on me well, who it was. And then I said, because um, that's why you could scroll back on those, you know, other little texts that you get. And I, and I first said to him, um, I haven't cheated on you, okay? <laughs> so just haven't had any time. But I, I got to say that since I've been a regular again at Massage Green, really a, an amazing, amazing spa, um, Joe and Sandy don't own it anymore. Um, I don't really know the owner, but Don will probably get a chance to tell us about her. Uh, but I want Don, I'm glad he's here today. I want him to tell us the importance, the importance of um, getting that treatment. At least once a month, because I, I just it for me it rebalances me, it resets me, rejuvenates me, and I, I'd be in a in a com- conversation with Don. All of a sudden, he gets to he just knows where it is, and I'm, all of a sudden I'm like talking just like this, but I'm like oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of like an oil change that you can. Well, I, he puts me in the room all the way in the back of the building. Yeah, which is <laughs> that's smart. That's that where is, Erica yeah. belongs. That's right. In the back of the building <laughs> so and it's not like padded or anything but it's just because he just knows yeah. me what to do and he's like like dominique says what's the magic word is breathe so i don't know what you just know exactly you know where that spot was so and i guess it's a stored energy right is that what it is so how do you describe what you do yeah uh, don sanders here so yeah the uh everything that's ever happened is stored in your tissues and if you've if you for the teens listening that are into sports if you've been into sports then you've probably had injuries you've probably had shocks that you didn't count on happen to you sometimes and all those things are stored there and at some point you may not be feeling an active injury but it can just kind of bind you up you can notice that you can't do some of the things that you could do a couple of years ago and this can keep on getting worse as you get older so it's really important that that beyond your dedication to your own self-care that you sometimes receive some passive self-care so that it can help you feel your best again because you don't want to get a brain body loop set up to where you're always worrying about some nagging injury you can never feel quite right if you're always concerned that your independence is going to be compromised by some kind of injury so really important that you let other people help you on your quest to be your best as you're pursuing your your life goals your sports goals any of it that's really interesting passive therapy can you say a little bit more about that because that ability to relax while helping your body shift into a healing mode that's really important it is and when you go for for body work you can really 
aid the therapist by breathing into the areas that they're finding and working on and actively working on unwinding as best you can uh, while they do what they do, because then you're you're getting double you know double the value for what you've paid to come see them. So I've heard it said that uh, feeling is healing, and I'm curious why, if anyone knows, why it is that the body systems are set up that sometimes we do numb out or we bury the feeling into a tissue. Why why do we do that? Seems kind of productive. I think it could go all the way back to traumas we experienced in childhood and from things that I've read, even what our mother's feeling that passed on to us, things that are stuck in our, that get stuck in our body. And they're, they're the kind of things that uh, over time, they can actually lead to stuckness and, and uh, feeling like things, as I said before, don't really work right. And you need to get those things mobilized and you need to get them moving. There's, there's always... There's always learning and an opportunity in being able to reflect on something and learn from it rather than carry an old story forward with you when it's past any value for you. And, and, and for the teens, you may not have experienced a lot of this, but there comes a time when your old story doesn't serve you anymore and you need to, you need to unwind, you need to, to come out of that and, and, and experience your new self having just learned and strengthened yourself from what you experienced before. I hope that makes sense because there, there, there's always a chance to be moving forward like that. When I, this is Christine Marie. When I was in my mid, early mid twenties, I actually um, went to massage school, um, and I found it was so powerful. I found where I was holding things in my body, and I got it's the first time I learned that it's okay to cry, and that crying was actually releasing something in my body. After a massage class, I would be walking down the street crying, <laughs> and people would be would say, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'd say, "Oh, I'm just releasing," because it was, and it was something that was in my body that I hadn't known that that's where I was storing something and I'm sure it was from earlier in my life when, by that time and I was, I was in my 20s so yeah uh, this is Don again yeah I experienced the same thing I was a demo for a Swedish massage uh, practice, practice in class one time in massage school and the instructor took a run up my neck and I was just sobbing uncontrollably and I realized it doesn't matter <clears throat> what that is or why it, you don't need to know why just take yeah. advantage of being able to to grieve that out and that happens I the only thing I can't do in my sessions I tell people because most of the time I'm not in a soundproof facility I say we can't do any primal screaming but <laughs> other, other than that you know any uh -huh, cancel <laughs> right but, this is Erica <laughs> <laughs> anyway but I just noticed that when, when people come, a lot of times they are moving through something, wanting to do something good for themselves, knowing that they need to change something. There's always, you know, it's kind of a crossroads a lot of time when people will make the effort to come in and get some self-care. This is Richard. Um, so it seems like a lot of what we're talking about is, is kinesiology. We're talking a lot about, about energy movement and, you know, whether that's stemming from emotions or... Um, you know, maybe physical traumas that have then had emotional impacts. Um, in, in my life, I've often used um, homeopathy as a way of, like, getting at those, like, those underlying issues, which, you know, would then have similar effects. 
Uh, but then, you, you know, you also have reflexology where you're also working on points along specific meridians that can help target certain things. So if you have like a certain health issue, like maybe, you know, you have emphysema or asthma or something that's affecting your lungs, then, you know, in like Chinese medicine, you might say, okay, well, this is tied in with grief, um, grief, loss, homeopathically, there's a specific homeopathic for grief and loss, and you would take that and then balance things out. So in, in massage, um, do you ever, um, you know, work with the those same meridians or is that more of a of just Chinese medicine or, or do you also you know look at those emotional issues as as part of you know the, the process of, of of massaging and working out certain kinks in various areas yeah down again uh, yeah I both I would say to in answer to your question because my first uh, massage school was a shiatsu school and so we did practice along the Asian uh, medical formulas you know of using meridians and points along meridians for acupuncture or acupressure and and so yes you are treating sometimes specifics and in Asian medicine a lot of times they're working to balance your whole system they say in terms of like yin and yang balance Whereas Western medicine tends to focus on, uh, hey, doc, my shoulder really hurts, you know, like like a specific kind of thing. And so some Asian practitioners, uh, acupuncture I go to, for example, she'll do some of both. She'll try and balance your whole system and she will also address your specific issues that you're talking about. And they could be in the physical realm and they can definitely be in the emotional realm as well. I, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, uh, absolutely. This is Christine Marie again. Um, I, I was uh, I went to the Acupressure Institute in Berkeley, and so I studied also um, the Meridian Theory and the Chinese Five Element Theory. And it is very interesting how much more movement there is when the Chinese medicine looks at the body and causes for things. Um, it's, it's really a fascinating thing to look into. What other schools have you been to? <laughs> She's like you, you teach. She's the global every time learning I learn and teacher. more, and we know her, right? She's friends. She, we've had me. And I find out more about Christine Marie than during the show. Can okay. you hang drywall? Exactly. It's just like, I too have gone to the school, graduated top in my class. Can you repair my computer? Would you like to see my certificate? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it uh, demonstrates a love of lifelong learning. And that's one of the key things that we pass on to the teens when they come yes. in to the studio. More love. More love. <laughs> and more commercials. Yes. Right after these words. This is Eric Assault at the Cleaner Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Dominique, you have a question. Yeah, I've got a, a big question. It's always baffled me. So um, I started out in ballet when I was seven, and I did ballet all the way up until I was 14, so seven years, and I, w- and I was on toe. Um, but I experienced a weakness in my ankles, and I... And I got to where I was so afraid of turning my ankle. It was like this fear that kept circling in my mind. And I ended up turning both ankles and ended up having to stop uh, doing ballet and in particular stop being on point. And that just, it was a heartache because I loved dancing. And at that time, uh, my parents did do something called Touch for Health. So I knew about body meridians. I knew about working my body, but I did not understand why my mind was continuing to run this 
oh my God, you're going to trip, oh my God, you're going to trip. And then obviously I would trip. And it went on for about a year's time. And it took probably a decade for me to really get over it mentally. How do you work with clients, knowing what we know now with how the body works and how the mind works, when you have a, a person that you're working with who has a sports injury and they're imagining that they're going to do it over and over again? Uh, yeah, Don, Don again. Uh, first thing that you said uh, in terms of when you when you injure something and you're doing a particular kind of activity, there are in my continuing ed, I took uh, three years of uh, certification and classes in body mechanics and applied kinesiology so that you're learning how to use the body in the correct way. And so not all the endeavors that we get into in life are going to be using the body in the most correct way. So there's like a kind of standard attention military posture that is not really great in terms of actual, you know, biomechanical body alignment. Uh, the other thing that came to mind when you said that you might be re-injuring something or that you might, it seems like, almost be sabotaging yourself is that I believe everybody's born with a mission or a purpose. And when we come here to this school of, of you know, life, we're wanting to clarify that for ourselves. And I always joke that I'm still figuring out what I want to be when I grow up. And so you're always working towards what your purpose is. It's not that you just find it behind a rock somewhere. It's like you have to define it and you have to go get it. And so some of the things that we've been sincerely pursuing may not be the thing. And so sometimes we're going to get sidetracked because that isn't where we belong. And some people are really good at just going, oh, I went and I tried this thing. That's, that's not what my higher power or whoever else I believe in, that's not what they had in mind for me. Does that make sense? That's very fascinating. I never considered it as a message to reconsider what my purpose is. That, I, I find that very fascinating. Thank you. Um, one of the things that, that I find so interesting is the incredible intelligence of the body and its integration with, if you only want to say my spirit, my soul, and, and the mind. And if we can integrate all three of those things, what a powerful thing that is. Because when the body is hurting or something's happening, instead of just taking medication, if we put our hand on it or look at it and say, hey, body, what are you saying? You know, I mean, your ankles were saying something to you. I wonder what it was, right? Exactly. This and is Christine. <laughs> it's so interesting now, after all this time, my ankles are doing great. I just actually slipped on the floor. Oh, do we have to share that story? <laughs> okay, I, we will. When I shower, that's one of that's my moment. We have a tile floor. Reflection and just finding my center. And for whatever reason, it, it actually parallels... Dominique's digestive system so she'll go into the bathroom and I don't know because I'm in the shower so it never fails I'm very kind I do not flush <laughs> okay that took almost six years okay but what happens is and I wasn't trying to get her back but there's a little water on the floor and I'm here it's a simultaneous I'm getting out of the shower and I see her sitting on the ground and I'm like what and she just did a slide. So and sadly, I, I I missed you know the safe because I would have gone safe. Okay, <laughs> that's what I would have done because you know you see your you know your friends on the ground you feel really bad about it. But you know I'm not really. I mean the passive aggressive five year old in me. You know she did flush the toilet. Okay, <laughs> so she's changing the story. Okay, to suit her. And I look so, at that. I could say karma. The, I could say it was karma, but I'm not going to say it's karma. The thing that I recognize. 
recommend uh, all teens if you ever get a chance to do a class where you do tumbling. I did I did tumbling when I was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I still remember what I learned when I did tumbling, and then I also did some martial arts. Yes. So my body has a muscle memory that when I fall, I need to dissipate the energy. So I slap down my hands, yes. and and I know that my butt can handle things very well, much better than my knees or my ankles, and my body just does this natural, gentle collapse using all of my body arms to dissipate the energy. So I bounce right up, and I don't even remember it actually having fell because it would just always just in flow and in motion. But it came from years of practice. So if you ever have a chance to take a tumbling class, do it. If you have a chance to do some martial arts, do it. You will not regret the, the muscle memory that you build. It will keep you safe. Definitely. I practiced Hapkido and they had us rolling. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Black belt, probably. No, no, no. I'm learning more and more about Christine Marie. I hear any show. more classes, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to be starting to be skeptical. <laughs> Uh, this is Richard. Um, I just want to, uh, once again, as I always do, just take things to like a quantum level. Um, with the the story you were telling with the with the ankle and and over and over again repeating things, um, and then actually having that happen. Um, this is how we we manifest, and this is how everything in our reality creates. If we want to create something within our reality, we pick a scene of what we want, we put ourselves in that scene, we feel it, and we make that scene like five, ten seconds long, and we replay it over and over and over again to really get it in the subconscious. And once it's really well and good in there, it doesn't matter what our conscious thoughts are, whatever that is is going to project on the screen of space and become part of our reality. So when we keep having you know those thoughts over and over again, it's it's totally going to happen, you know? <laughs> so it's like, so in like a moment like that, it's like, okay, so I've created all of these new neural pathways that, that are, you know, telling me that I'm going to fall. And it's like, okay, well, what do I do? Well, you know, you, you would go in, right, and, and rewrite those neural pathways. You know, create a scene that implies the opposite of that. You know, whether you're, you know, affirming, you know, I, I have strong ankles um, or, you know, I'm going to have this performance and I'm going to do really well and then create a scene that has that message replaying it over and over again until it really gets in there. Best time to do it, obviously, is you're, as you're falling asleep because then it becomes part of your dream world and will keep going over. Um, and, and it will, you know, erase erase that, that trauma. So we, we see this with, especially with gymnasts. If you know anyone who has been a gymnast and they've had either a serious fall from the bar or from, uh, well, the balance bar, balance beam or the parallel bars, um, they have to do a lot of mental replays in order to heal the mental tape that, yes, I can do this. Yeah, I, I, okay, it's, it is dangerous and I have fallen, but yes, I can do this. And so, yeah, kudos to the mental gymnastics that we do to help keep ourselves <laughs> healthy. <laughs> Yeah, let's just all take a breath on that. Okay, let's take a break. Erica Saul, the Queen of Team, will be back with more after these messages. Listen. 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 
We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. So where where else you could also find us Tuesdays because uh, that's right now 11. at night at PM. Yeah, in the evening. And then what else? Sundays, Sunday? six PM. Okay, and, and Mondays, three AM. You know, I've never listened to uh, the show that's before my show before. The ten o'clock show on what what day was uh, that? I guess Tuesday. that was that was Tuesday, <laughs> and that was who's the um, God? I know who he is. I just now his name Guy Rivera. His yeah. voice, because uh-huh. he was by himself, so he's doing a single show and mm-hmm. the show that I was watching. Mm-hmm. His voice is something about it, and I mean this respectfully. Okay, huh? his voice puts me to sleep. <laughs> no, seriously. No, no, and I mean Wait, that lovingly. In a good way. way. That it, in a that good way. Uh, knocks comforting. me out. Comforting. Excellent it's, information. Yeah, good information and everything like that. But I just knocked me out to, at 10 o'clock, I heard it for about six, seven minutes, his Are monologue. Are you saying you missed Erica. our show? No. And Erica. then I woke up at, you're the best, the best. Oh, <laughs> Are you cheating on me? I know exactly, right? <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. On the advice of management, I am unable to comment on your comment. Yes. No, I love Guy. He knows it. I went to you. I mean, he took me out to lunch. He was, but it's his voice. Yeah. It's a tone. You know, you're an auto audio guy. Yes. Uh-huh. There's some voices Auditory like Ed's yeah. voice. Oh, I yeah. could listen to Ed, and he, we got. I could listen to him right now because he's going to tell us his section. <laughs> if only I know. Yeah. That's it. And I have. I'm all set up. I got my tea. I'm ready, Ed. Do you know if and I, would I never could, cheat on you, Ed? If I okay. could replace well. my phone voice that that is on my phone, like when I say "Hey Google," blah blah blah, and it uh-huh. comes on, I would I would change it out. Even though I've got a, a British female, I would prefer Irish female. Uh, I would change it for Ed's. No, I would. I'm serious. No, you've got the greatest voice. Yeah. Uh, okay. And now Richard. it's time for uh, Ed Langlo. I'd known. If <laughs> only I'd known. Take it away, Ed. So I think uh, I was talking about this on the break. I'm going to have to change my my uh, segment today on learning when we start talking about muscle memory and some of the things that I didn't use as part of my segment here today. But we'll do uh, If Only I'd Known. If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is the learning process. If Only I'd Known when I was young that there were different ways of learning and how important finding the method that works for you best was and using it. Uh, You can learn by reading books, but if you're dyslexic, reading can be a challenge. You can learn by listening to lectures by your teachers or professors, but if you have attention deficit disorder, you may daydream through most of the lecture and not retain any of it. Fortunately today, unlike when I was in school, There are programs that can help you with both of these issues. So if you think you might be dealing with one of them, ask your teacher to help you find the best way for you to learn. And don't be hesitant. You're in good company. Some very successful and famous people had issues with dyslexia. Albert Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, and Thomas Edison all struggled with the written word. But they evidently didn't let it hold them back. They persevered and learned in their own ways and became legendary in their accomplishments. Some of the ways that we learn are visual, learning by seeing pictures or graphs to comprehend an idea, or auditory, 
hearing spoken information, music, or sounds to absorb the information. Most musicians, for example, are auditory learners. And what's called kinesthetic learning. Kinesthetic learning, uh, kinesthetic learners uh, usually need to get up and get involved in the project for the information to sink in. This can also be called empirical. Empirical learning is personally experiencing something uh, as opposed to reading a formula or hearing a lecture about it. And I'm uh, probably over the top when, I, when it comes to empirical learning. Uh, I prefer the kinesthetic hands-on approach to learning, not just because I'm not a strong reader, but because I enjoy it. And I feel more comfortable discussing and especially debating something uh, that are, I have personal experience. Uh, if it sounds like I'm targeting the kids that are having trouble in school, well, it's because I am. <laughs> if you're struggling or you're frustrated and thinking about dropping out of school, don't do it. Never give up. Promise you this. If you zero in on how you learn best and apply yourself, you'll learn more, enjoy doing it, and benefit from that experience as you get older. And always remember, knowledge is power. Listen in next time when we'll talk about accepting the things you cannot change. And that may get altered because I have a guest speaker coming in next week. And he is a uh, not only a principal of a Catholic high school, but he was involved in a mentor program for years. So I may just have to modify that too. Nice. Get around. Woo! All right. We've got like a minute left, but I pulled a card just because, you know, it's got to be about me right now. And uh, since I have a guest, and then Don pulled a card. Don, since you're the guest, I go first. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don, you go first. You go first. What card did you pull from Christine Marie? I pulled a card, a card called the Universe. Oh, what is that, Christine? Uh, in most decks, it's the World card, so it's it's the the major arcana of the tarot goes from zero to twenty two, um, and so the Universe card is the twenty second card. The the fool starts the journey with zero and goes through and finishes at twenty two. So it, it's a beautiful card of endings, major endings and major beginnings. It's a big a big shift. So you, I would say, there's like a big soul cycle that's ending for you, and you could take a little rest and then start off with something new. And on the picture, there's a, a figure. It's, it's called like the Shakti Shiva because it's supposed to be male and female, the two Indian gods that are there together like dancing in a, in a ring of, of, of flames. And so it's really, it's, it's, it's a beautiful card of, of transformation. How do you feel about that? Everything's about feelings on this show. I feel it's great. It's it's something I've been reflecting on for a while. That image of that uh, Hindu Hindu uh, I think it's god Hindu. and goddess. Yeah. Nice. No, we don't have to worry about me right now. We'll take a break. All right. I'll just learn about it during break because I'm a giver. All right. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. All right. Well, I'm sweating right now because everybody at break dove in and wanted a card. So, all right. So, let's start with Richard. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay. What did you do, Rich? Er? So, <laughs> I drew the death and rebirth card. Nice. 
which is my absolute, it's the very first card I ever saw with this deck because I had a dream about a phoenix shortly before after some big changes. And this picture of death rebirth is a phoenix rising from the ashes. I used to think it was a phoenix carrying a woman, but now I almost think it's like the woman rising from the ashes turning into the phoenix. I don't know. It's just a powerful, powerful card of rebirth after after a death. You know, that the phoenix rises from its own ashes. And death is like end of a story. Not, not, not so much meaning death, right? What is well, death? Or does it mean death? death I don't know. Death it's like is, it is, you know, especially in light of recent times. Well, we can't have we can't have life without death. That's we have true. we don't we have night and day. We can't have day without night. We have a winter. If we don't have winter and, and everything doesn't lay fallow, then we won't have spring. So it's that acknowledgement of the of the changing and of the shifts of the seasons. Okay. And life. I just say surrender. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I say. I do. I say surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you pick a card? I did. What did you pick? A new card. Oh, you got a new card. What did I you got get? the Wheel of Fortune. Wow. So, yeah, so I, that was my first thought. I, where's Come Vanna? On, Vanna. Do I get to meet her today? Well, I, I think you said last time you got the Sun card, yes. right? And yes, the wheel, and that means it's the most positive card in the deck. And the Wheel of Fortune it means it's a change of fortune. And I always think of it as a change of good fortune. It's not the Wheel of Torture or the Wheel of of despair it's the wheel of fortune so there are things turning and there's like clock clock wheels t- turning there and it's just that there are things shifting for you something's ending something's beginning not like a big changing. yeah not like the big change that that Don picked with the universe but just some of the smaller changes we're, you know all the, the seasons the days the minutes there's always these yeah. shifts and turns okay now it's my life. turn <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Love you. I know. So, Erica picked the Seven of Wands, which is this great card with this this um, this this woman, and she's got a she's got a, a staff or a stick in her hands, and um, and then there are um, there's like six sticks sort of below her, sort of people standing there holding their sticks, and she's in a position of sort of battle like saying I can take you out I, I, I can do it and today they've all, is your day <laughs> well, you see, they've already all given up so basically this is a card of winning so when I see this card I say oh you're winning because she's already done it she's she's um what do I want to say she's trained she's prepared she's exercised she's made it happen and she's ready to go and she's won already and they've all given up so it means you can relax now Aww, you can let your defenses I down I love you <laughs> So maybe it's telling us, be prepared, wash your hands, and don't sneeze on other people, right? That's it. That's it. And everybody, let's be honest, we all have enough toilet paper, okay? So real good on the toilet paper. Hey, Santa Barbara, let's be kind and let's get through this. We're a family. This is an amazing community. Let's, um, Dr. D is saying, gotta go. See you next week. God bless. Mother, 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 M